You're listening to the preaching podcast of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina, led by Pastor Jeremy Kobernack. It is our desire that you will be helped by this Bible message. The Bible says in Luke chapter 2, of course the choir sang about it, the narrator, uh, Gabriel, gave us the verses. The Bible says in Luke chapter 2, verse number 10, The angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. You know, it's amazing that the good news was not just that a baby was born in a manger. The good news was not just that that baby was and is the son of God but the good news is that that baby that was born in a manger had come to be the savior of the world and Jesus being born in a manger was not enough to save us from our sin the Bible says in Matthew chapter 1 and she shall bring forth a son and thou shalt call his name Jesus for he shall save his people from their sins The story of salvation, the story of redemption is more than just a manger. It is the fact that Jesus would be born, but that he would also die on an old rugged cross. And not only die on a cross, but he would be buried. And then three days later, he would rise again. And the Bible says, because he lives, we can live also. This is good news. I see in Luke chapter 2 that there is good news, number one. I want you to notice that it required some attention. Those shepherds were out in the field. I say they were minding their own business. They were just doing what they were supposed to do. They were doing probably what they did every day. But when the good news came to those shepherds, they paid attention to the announcement. The Bible says that when the angel appeared, the Bible says that he delivered the message of the Savior, and that was a message of good news. You say, well, pastor, I wish that we would have an angel that would announce it to us today. You say, well, of course they paid attention. I'd pay attention too if in the middle of the night there was a bright light and there was an angel that was speaking to me. Well, I want to tell you, friend, today we have something better than an angel. We have something better than a host of heavenly angels. We have a Bible. And the Bible gives us the good news. The Bible shares with us the truth that is relevant today. If an angel appeared, uh, some of us might oversleep. (laughs) If an angel appeared, some of us might not remember. If an angel appeared, some of us would be in so much shock, we wouldn't even know what was going on. But I'm glad today that we have the good news and it is recorded for us in the scriptures. I want to challenge you this morning, don't miss the good news. You've just heard the good news in song. You've heard the good news in narration. You have heard the good news. I have heard the good news. Let's not miss it today. Let's pay attention. Secondly, I see the availability of this good news. The angel said, that this good news is for all people. I'm happy to tell you this morning that if you are living and you are breathing, this good news is for you. It's for all people. I'm glad it's not just for religious people. 
I'm glad it's not just for a certain race or a certain group. I'm glad it's not just for a certain social status. Aren't you glad you don't have to be rich to qualify for this good news? This good news is available. Brother David Russ teaches our Foundations Bible class in Sunday school. And he mentioned it this morning, the fact that the good news came not to the kings and the palaces, not to the governors, not to the rulers, not to the wealthy, but the good news came to average, ordinary shepherds. And I'm glad that the good news is for average, ordinary people like you and me. Praise God for the good news. I see the attention, number two, the availability, but number three, I see there was some action. The shepherds, they heard the good news, but they didn't just hear it, they did something about it. The Bible says that when they heard the good news, the Bible says they said one to another, let us now go. Can I tell you, some of us are still waiting to do something about the good news. We're thinking about it. We're planning on it. We're putting it off. And well, once I get through this busy season of life, then I'll do something. Friend, I got news for you. It's not going to slow down. (laughs) As a matter of fact, it's probably going to get busier. And if Satan knows that the busyness will keep you from trusting Christ as Savior, Satan's going to keep your phone ringing. He's going to keep your life hopping. He's going to keep a lot of things going on so that you will not do something with the good news of the gospel that you have received. The shepherd said, let us now go. That word now is such an important word. And if you're here today and you do not know Christ, I want to tell you, now is the time. Today is the day for you to trust Christ. Tomorrow may never come, but God has given us today. The Bible says that they acted upon it. Their action was immediate. Their action was urgent. They said, it says they came with haste. They were, they were on a mission. They were serious about doing something with the good news. The Bible says, and when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying that they had heard and seen as it was told them. I want to tell you today, we have a job to do. If we have received the good news, if you're here today and you've trusted Christ as your Savior, wonderful, but we've got a world out there that still needs to hear the good news. There must be action. And then lastly, I see in this story in Luke chapter 2, Not only the attention, the availability, and the action, but number four, I see their attitude. The Bible says that the shepherds immediately went to Bethlehem. They went to find baby Jesus, and they went to to see this thing. But the Bible says in verse number 20 that the shepherds returned. That means they, they went back to their fields. They went back to their flock. They went back to their families. They went back to their life. But they were not the same. It says, and they returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told unto them. Friend, I want to tell you, Jesus doesn't just change your eternity. Jesus changes your today. Jesus changes not just by giving you eternal life, but Jesus changes your present life. There ought to be in our hearts an attitude of glorifying and praising God. And I'm afraid sometimes as Christians, people that know Christ as Savior, I'm afraid sometimes we are guilty of having an attitude of saying, I've been there. I've done that. I've experienced that. I used to be excited about it. I used to tell people about it. 
I used to spend time loving God and serving God and reading the Bible and praying. And I used to go to church and I used to do those things. But friend, I want to tell you, when we've received the good news, there ought to be an attitude of praising God. There ought to be an attitude of glorifying God in everything we say and do, in every situation, at every moment. The good news here this morning is this. God loves you. The good news is that Jesus died for you. And the good news is today that if you will put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ, the Bible says that you can have eternal life. You say, well, pastor, is it all good news? Is everything in the Bible good news? I wish I could say that everything was good news. But the Bible tells us that there's some bad news. And the bad news is this. If you do not receive Christ, if you do not put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ, the bad news is there is no hope. The bad news is there is no other way. There is no plan B. There is no plan C or D or E or F or any other letter of the alphabet. There is only one way. And the good news is that you can be saved. The bad news is if you reject Jesus Christ, the Bible says there is no hope. So friend, I want to leave you not with the bad news, but I want to leave you with the good news. And the good news is this, that every person here today, every person watching, every person that's listening by way of radio, Jesus died for you. And Jesus died for me. And the good news is that you can have eternal life in heaven. You can receive Christ as your Savior. You can have your sins forgiven. And you can have your name written in the Lamb's book of life by putting your faith and trust in Christ. You say, well, what else is there, Pastor? Do we also have to join the church to go to heaven? No. Joining a church doesn't get you to heaven. Uh, do we have to get baptized? No. Getting baptized is wonderful. I think everybody that's been saved, I think they ought to get baptized. I think they ought to join the church. But the Bible says that we are saved not by works, but we are saved by grace through faith in Christ. And if you're here today and you've never trusted Christ as your Savior, I would challenge you. I would beg of you. I would plead with you today to make today the day of your salvation. Thank you for listening to the preaching podcast of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina, led by Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. For more information about our ministry, please visit our website at vbcrr.org. May God bless you as you serve Him this week. Thank you.